Welcome to Ravel Radio. I'm your host, Kara Steinman, and I'm all about helping women entrepreneurs get connected. We live in a society that benefits from women being disconnected from ourselves and disconnected from each other, often at the expense of our financial, physical, and mental health. And that really pisses me off. I believe the key to dismantling those systems of oppression lies smack dab in the collective power of women. I've made it my mission to help remove the obstacles that keep us separate so we can join forces, build more wealth, and make a bigger impact together than we ever could alone. These are the conversations that will get us there. Who's coming with me? Okay, so today I'm talking to Michelle Parad and I'll let you introduce yourself because you have a few things after your name and I want, I don't want to screw them up. So you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do for clients. Sure. Uh, well, thank you first of all for, for having me. It's, it's an honor to be here and, um, and just generally want to thank you for, for including me in your, your amazing community. Um, and so, yeah, so I uh, call myself a holistic business mentor and I help extract um, the brilliance in people and extract what um, their gifts are. And sometimes, you know, they may not even be realized what it what it truly is um, until like some seeds are planted in their minds. And suddenly, you know, they, they come to that realization that there was something inside of them all along that just needed to um, be unwinded and brought to light. Um, and so, you know, we, we tend to live in a society, um, which doesn't celebrate our uniqueness, which doesn't, um, help us lean into understanding ourselves in a deep way. Um, and, you know, despite having, you know, there's many career counselors and things like that. And I've had my fair share of, uh, you know, people trying to direct me in certain ways um, in my life, in certain um, positions and whatnot. Um, it really wasn't until I got into sort of spirituality and um, trying to learn about energy healing and consciousness and that kind of realm um, that I really started asking the deep, deep, deep questions of like, who am I? What am I here for? What's my mission? Like, what is the meaning of all of this? Um, and so that really got me on my path of, of purpose. And initially, I started with trying to find organizations that have purpose, and seeing if I had a role within those. Um, and um you know, found, found some incohesion, (laughs) many different organizations, um, with, within the society that we live in and the systems that we live in, um, where, you know, there wasn't a true alignment between their values and their mission and what they were actually doing and no, not to their own fault, but just circumstances, you know, investors and things like that, trying to survive at the end of the day. Um, And so it did really get me questioning and starting to ask, you know, how can we have more of these um, businesses and organizations that are doing well and making a profit and where everything is in alignment, where there is like a a founder market fit. And so I, I uncover for people what they're, uh, there's this Japanese term called ikigai, 
Um, so Ikigai is, you know, the intersection of um, not just what your purpose and your passions are and your mission, but also obviously um, what the market wants, right? And there's this, this right. beautiful intersection because sometimes you can't introduce things too soon into the marketplace um, because people are just not necessarily ready for it. Uh, for that particular product or service or, or whatever it is. So you do have to um, survey and do your market research and really understand what people are desiring and wanting now and, and see where you can um, insert yourself and your skill sets uh, to, to meet that need. Um, so I, I gave you a lot <laughs> to start well, with. Well, I'm but, just laughing you know, because that's so like, similar <laughs> your journey and my journey are so similar because, and I don't know if you like just woke up one, one day and were like, I, I can't do this anymore. I am so misaligned with what I feel is my purpose, but that's kind of like what happened to me. I just, I just like, I, there's got to be that life has to be easier if I'm doing what I was put here to do. Like, there's no way that we're all given these different, like there's such a diversity that actually exists in humanity apart from what, society would have you think, right? You're talking about our society not really encouraging diversity. Like they all want us to kind of be the same. And I mean, capitalism thrives because we need little robots to go to work and do the same thing at the same time every day. And, you know, add on the pressure of COVID maybe, or the pressure of being a mom and the second shift and all that stuff. People have a myriad of different pressures, but we get so far away sometimes I think from who we truly are which is kind of lends itself to our purpose, right? That I think a lot of us probably are spending a lot of time in our lives not aligned with who we are. And that feels really uncomfortable. It does. Yes. I mean, I spent my life basically jumping from uh, one company to the next, one role to the next. Same. I was like, I'm working here. Now I'm an entrepreneur. Now I'm working here again. Now I'm here. Now I'm here. Um, Shame. Just like, trying to find whatever that thing was. I just wasn't sure what it was. Um, and then yeah. repeating the same pattern within each organization where, um, and then this, this comes into, you know, subconscious patterns and things like that. Um, but, you know, I would, I would enter a new place thinking, oh, now it's going to be different. You know, now, now I'm going to be in the right environment where I'm going to be recognized and, you know, I'm going to be able to, work to my potential. And, um, and that's all I wanted. Like I, I was, I'm, I'm not one of those people who's like, I'm there to really tick the box. Like I'm, I'm there to make a difference and, um, never, never really found that in the different places that I work. Um, but you know, I, I started to notice a pattern of like being put into a particular, uh, box or a particular role that I was not allowed to move out of, you know, like anytime I kind of wanted to expand the reach of what I was doing, it was like threatening to other people within the mm-hmm. organization and things like that. Um, but it was not until I, I started working on my subconscious that actually I started at, at changing what was what the theme was going on inside of the um, inside of the organization as well. So 
you know, the, that boss that, that played the role of, you know, uh, micromanaging me and things like that, he left. Right. And then, you know, suddenly things shifted where I started getting more appreciation and things like that. And it was just a change in mindset and mind frame and an energetic shift. And so I was pretty bewildered that there was, you know, once I started this kind of work that there were these like little changes and and big changes that were happening even inside of my um, environment. And so that got me into the realm of, oh, wow, I, I really can be a creator. I can be a creator of my own destiny and my own, like, let's play with this, right? Let, let's, let's see how this can turn into a game. And um, that got me, you know, starting to question, okay, like, if I were to create my own version of um, a business, like, what, what's the manifestation of that? And so, you know, that got into uh, many different versions <laughs> of a bis- of my own business and continuing to evolve that to this day as well. And I know that it's going to be a constant evolution. And that's the other thing is that... Um, Sometimes, you know, your purpose can change and shift. There's not one, there's, it's, you don't have to necessarily pinpoint one direction. I think when you go in, in, an, in a specific space, um, you have a, you have a specific, you know, something happens within that choice and it gives you feedback. It gives you feedback of, I like this part of aspect of it and I didn't like this aspect. So now I'm going to change and upgrade that. Yeah. That's um, interesting you say that because I think when I started trying to find a more purposeful path for myself and hey there, sorry to interrupt. I wanted to pop in here real quick and say, thanks for being here. If you're enjoying this episode, I've got a special treat for you. You can now get early access to the full uncut Ravel Radio episodes, as well as bonus conversations exploring everything from feminist entrepreneurship to neurodiverse business strategies. It's a little bit like being a fly on the wall for a really juicy conversation. And it's free. All you have to do to get the inside scoop is subscribe to our private podcast called Unraveled. To get access, just visit RavelCollective.com slash Unraveled to sign up and start listening. The link is in the show notes, and I hope to see you there try to figure out because I couldn't even remember what I was good at anymore. I knew I wasn't very good at marketing, even though I had been good at writing and I might be a strategic person. I'm not a good project manager. I'm not good at like repeating structures and I don't like repetition. So it, I think I thought at that point in my life that I needed to figure out what I was good at so I could build the business that would be my purpose without realizing that maybe perhaps the answer was more about figuring out what I'm good at and what what gifts I was given so that I could be more purposeful in what I do. And that that might look different at different points in my life, what I use those gifts and talents for. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's a, a place in time for, for using them as well. You know, we, we go through different cycles in our life too. And I haven't reached all of them, but, you know, once you go to motherhood or whatever, like there's, you know, your purpose could be just that, right. And Mm -hmm. then you're focusing on that. Um, Or, you know, you, you have a a purpose at different stages of your life as well. So. um, Yeah. I was talking with somebody the other day and we were talking about how 
the masculine vibe of business is just kind of permeated all of entrepreneurship basically and how much I want a more feminine approach to business, which is kind of what you're helping offer because it's not linear. You're not saying here, start a, a, B, C, D, and then you'll be there and you'll be, you'll be done. Like maybe it's a little bit more iterative. Maybe it's more flexible and fluid and maybe not perfect all the time. Mm. Yeah. So the concept of uh, femininity is actually interestingly chaos. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I think, you know, like you said, the masculine structure, you know, it has its time and place that we need that, but um, it's actually sometimes in the, in the chaos of things where like the most important breakthroughs come and information that really is guiding us towards, you know, the right pathway really. Um, but yeah, there's, there's so many different aspects to bringing in the feminine, um, concepts of, you know, intuition in our, in making our decisions, for example, as well. Um, it's not always about intellect and data, you know, and again, all these things are really important as well. Um, but it's like the play aspect, you know, the, um, the self-care aspect to, to our business as well. Um, so all of those things are, are super important. And, um, in particular, I help my clients sort of tap into that type of information that they can get for themselves because, you know, it's really overwhelming to, um, there's just so much information out there about what, how, and you should market yourself or how you should sell. And, um, and there's a lot of follow me programs, you know, like this is what made someone rich. So they're like, just follow the steps. And then they wonder why it doesn't work for them. It's like, well, because it's not really utilizing your gifts. Um, Yeah. I'd I'd love as well. Sorry. I'd love to hear how you help clients navigate that part, getting back in touch with that part, because I know that a lot of us are fed stories and our subconscious believes those things. And so we go, we get away from our natural strengths and our talents and our subconscious is running the show a lot of the time. Right. And part of that process is tamping down your intuition, because if somebody outside of yourself is telling you that's wrong, but even as a kid, maybe you think that's totally okay. Then you're being asked to deny what you know to be true. And how do you help clients navigate that at once we're adults and we have to start listening to our intuition again, but there's that subconscious part of us that's like, we can't trust that. Yeah. That's a really good point because we get really confused about what intuition is. No, like how to follow it. Because like you said, we've shut it down and we've been told so many times in our life, like you're wrong, you know, and we've believed that because, you know, our parents at one point seem to be, you know, our gods and guardians. (laughs) So, um, Yeah. So I do do some subconscious work with people to help them uh, realize, you know, at what points in their life that happened and to sort of release that on an energetic level. Um, And then it's a little bit of practice is practice in in tuning into your body and basically bringing a decision um, up to the surface and then asking your body, how does this feel? 
And I think when you start asking the question, you know, over time, you start to feel something. Um, if it doesn't feel good, like, you know, your stomach might hurt or your solar plexus might flare up. So for each individual, it, it's, it's different. Um, but, you know, first and foremost, it's let me ask myself, like, I think we've stopped doing that. We've just, we're like, I'll let Google me, it. Let me Google it. Let me ask somebody who has the expertise or my father or my friend or, you know, and so, but none of them are, are really going through the experience you're going through. Um, so they can, of course, give their opinion, but you've got to take all that information and sort of center it and, and really take your own leadership as far as um, where to go and how to spend your money and, and all that. Um, so it's, it is intricate. <laughs> um, it's challenging. That's yeah. hard to do to trust yourself after a lifetime of people telling you not to trust yourself. Right. Yeah. It's not just a switch that gets flipped. So how are like, how are some of the ways that you help clients reclaim that um, agency, I guess we call it. Right. Um, so it is like on an energetic level um, where uh, you can basically start to, well, First of all, you know, you have to kind of believe that there is a, a creator, um, there is a universal energy um, to be able to, to work with this, but um, anybody can really tap into that source of information. It's not just a healer or a priest or anything like that. We all have the capability. And so when we start to, you know, do these meditations and I have a specific um, tailored one that I use with the theta healing modality, um, then you can start to get information. Um, you know, you, you get yourself into a theta brainwave and you can, um, quiet your mind and access, um, higher intelligence, uh, thoughts. And from there, you know, you might get an insight that, you know, you could hear it, you could see some kind of image, like everybody has their own way of um, perceiving the information. Um, are we getting into Claire's now? Yeah, we are. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> that's like, let's just speak very frankly, like sometimes you, if you're claircognizant or, you know, clairsentient, like you'll just, you'll just know something that you really can't explain how you know it. And that's freak, that freaks people out. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, share, share with who you think they, you would appreciate <laughs> the information. Like I'm, I'm talking openly to you because I feel like you um, are, you know, aware of all these things, but um, yeah. So um, everyone has their own different abilities and it's, it's just practice of um, it's just the willingness to ask for the information, maybe at first you're not going to get it right away. But then the interesting thing is that I find that I go about my day and then the answer comes to me in a conversation I have, or like something comes to me later, or I suddenly write something down or journal something. And I'm like, I have an aha moment. 
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I invite you to join our private podcast, Unraveled. That's where you'll get early access to the raw, unedited Ravel radio conversations, as well as bonus content. It's totally free and easy to subscribe. Just visit RavelCollective.com slash Unraveled to sign up.